I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey. He's one of the MCSEs that comes in and uh, sits in with me and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online, one 800 966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. I know it's a gorgeous Saturday morning and uh, it's a holiday uh, weekend, but uh, we're here to help you out. We're live. We're in studio. A couple of pasty white computer geeks staying out of the sun. <laughs> so uh, as usual and customary, we do talk about technology news. And uh, Bob's got a couple of stories here he wants to talk about. Well, we may have a good electronic season coming up this uh, fall. We may have one? We may have one and we may not. Yeah, okay. Uh, the headline from CNET is, uh, good luck finding the phone, TV, or console of your dreams. Oh, boy. And what that means is, um, it goes on, remember earlier this year when Sony's PlayStation 4 was hard to find? Mm-hmm. Get ready for more shortages across all sorts of electronic products. Great. Turns out there's a shortfall in one tiny but Crucial component used in nearly every electronic device. Oh, my gosh. I the thought Wall- it was going to be Trump's fault. Okay, go ahead. The Wall Street Journal reported Friday. Yes, yes. Everything from devices to gaming consoles, mm-hmm. smartphones, and televisions contain hundreds of multi-layer ceramic chip capacitors, okay? Otherwise yep. known as MLCC. All right. Okay? Yeah. Um, they're about the size of a grain of rice. Wow. Demand is high for these components, which store power and control energy flow. Hmm. But supply is low. That's why Sony's PlayStation 4 became so hard to find, according to the journal. Okay. MLCCs cost less than a penny to produce, but only a few companies make them. Murata Manufacturing, Samsung Electromechanics, and Taiyo Yudin own 60% of the market that make MLCCs. Wow. Demand in the smartphone and automotive markets last year was stronger than anticipated, according to a November report by market researcher ReportLinker. Mm-hmm. MLCC companies hesitated to boost production because smartphone sales growth, growth has leveled. Has it? So they decided that because smartphones were slowing down, yeah. they were going to slow down their production because they didn't want to overproduce. That makes sense. Makes and sense. they ended up underproducing. I guess so. <laughs> well, so. that's interesting. Uh, we'll have to see what happens. Hopefully there's enough of those MLCCs to go around. Yeah, for stuff you, we want. If you can't find what you want, you're going to have to buy what they have, or just con- continue <laughs> with what you have. So we do have we have, do, do have we do have calls coming in. So feel free to get online 800-966-WTIC, five two two WTIC. Uh, in other news, a couple of my favorite uh, uh, mapping programs out there or navigation programs, uh, Apple CarPlay and uh, Google's Android Auto, have been found to be less distracting. Than automakers' infotainment systems, but of course they're still risky, right? But Android Auto—that's what, that's what I'll talk about—is really really cool. So if your car is able to use the Android Auto app, you can then 
circumvent the built-in navigation on your car if you have it and just use Android Auto. Android Auto is a much better way, uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, and, and, uh, because you can actually use Waze, my favorite navigation tool on the planet, by Google to uh, find out how you're going to get from point A to point B. And Waze is smart enough to know where all the traffic is, where the potholes are, where the speed traps are. And uh, so you can actually uh, more, more safely navigate from, from where you're going. So they're finding that people trying to you know, screw around with their cars in the built-in navigation infotainment system, it's much more distracting than simply using Android Auto or Google, Play, uh, Google uh, CarPlay. I'll uh, give you a counterpoint to that Yeah. because my car, my car has the Ford Sync system. Yeah, which has a big screen on the on the dash. Well, yeah, not, I, not as big as a uh, a, a Tesla. Tesla, but you know it's a fairly good size. Yeah, but I can't use navigation when my car's in motion. Oh, jeez. Okay. I've I've seen you try to put even the address in in that. Well, sink. yeah, I've learned hard. I've learned how to do it. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, there was no training, no CDs, no videos available for it, no. and the. Uh, Salesman that sold it to me didn't know about it either. They never did. So it took me about, well, I've had it two years. I'm still learning new things. But <laughs> <laughs> so you have account, you think your sync is better than Android Auto well, or Waze? Well, it's not distracting mm. because I can't use components while I'm in motion. You can't use navigation? I No. no. Well, I can use it if I've set it. Yeah. But if I want to set a new destination, right. I can't do it while I'm in motion. I have to pull over. Well, that's true. That's true of uh, a lot of systems. So, so that's not a distraction to me. That's a safety feature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the great thing about Waze, and maybe to your point, is that you can actually designate where the speed traps are, the potholes, the construction. So you do have to t- touch the screen and say, hey, there's a problem right here. And uh, But if you have a good passenger who likes to do that kind of stuff, they can do that. But I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's, well, there's pluses and minuses to every device you buy. Oh yeah, every oh, yeah. feature, every every device has its pluses and its minuses. That's why I'm kind of agnostic on smartphones. I know that you like the Android. I and do. TJ loves uh, Apple products, mm-hmm. and you know what? I think they're both good. Sure. Yeah. It's my thing's all about cost. Let's go on to uh, some more news. Anything else you want to bring up, Bob? Uh, well, how about Honda stops developing Asimo? Asimo. Asimo. All right. It's a friendly humanoid robot. Oh, yeah. They had a pretty good... That that robot's been around for a while. Yeah, they uh, were working on this uh, project since 2000. Mm -hmm. Okay. In 2006, uh, you know, uh, in 2005, they brought it to the U.S., Mm -hmm. or actually in 2007. Mm -hmm. And the latest Asimo robot... Robot. Uh, robot arrived in 2011 with okay. improved motor skills and, and uh, artificial intelligence capabilities. Okay. And it could make hand gestures and what have you. I think we've all seen it. kind of looks like a robot walking around. Because <laughs> it's a robot? Well, it, yeah, but it, <laughs> I mean an astronaut. Oh, an astronaut. Oh, Because, you know, okay. you, you, we there have we a go. picture to look it at. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all yeah, right. It does look like a robot, too, but, you know. <laughs> That's it does look like an astronaut, yeah. Yeah, and it's it, even got four fingers and a thumb. It does, you know, an opposed thumb. Yeah. So the the point is, is uh, they're um, not working on that technology because robots are more efficient in other forms. So they're going right. to take the, the what they've learned from that technology and apply it to uh, robots that are more practical. Gotcha. Yeah, other than humanoid. Other than humanoid, that's correct. All right, we'll put a link up there for you. It is pretty interesting. In other news, uh, this is the headline. I, I'm going to change it a bit, but this is the headline. So free Google smart home microphone. They call it a speaker. But free Google smart home 
microphone for everyone. That's how Google's going to beat Amazon, is what analysts are saying. So what they're saying out there is that Google's going to start shipping these smart microphones <laughs> to everybody. Smart speakers. Uh, yeah, smart speaker. But yeah, of course, it's really a smart microphone, people. Uh, just shaped like a speaker. Um, so that you can have your every everything you do in your home recorded and then cataloged, and they can figure out what you love and don't love. It's just going to be like Facebook on steroids. Uh, and it's going to be right sent to the Googleplex, and uh, you, they'll know whether or not you like, you know, what kind of uh, spaghetti you buy or what kind of milk you buy. Or psst, psst. yes, the NSA will be listening. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> the thing about these speakers or microphones, as I call them, is that uh, people are getting a little more nervous about the fact that they can be triggered by sounds that you can't hear. Right. So uh, if if there's broadcasts occurring on your television. Um, or on your streaming service, or on your Xbox, or what have you. Uh, people are getting a little concerned about the fact that these things can be triggered to be turned on with, with tones you're not going to hear. And there's even an article that's kind of uh, fake news, but it's real news, through Facebook that I was reading yesterday, where Facebook is patenting that technology a little bit. Even though they say they're not going to use it, they're doing it as kind of a defense. Uh, you can see all the crazy headlines saying, you know, Facebook patenting technology to, to listen, to turn on your smartphone and listen to everything you do. Uh, I will put some links up there for that. So the thing is, and I'm getting at here, this is a smart microphone <laughs> shaped like a speaker. And uh, if, if you're concerned about privacy now and what we've already dealt with with Facebook and, and, and even Google and all these companies, putting a, a microphone in your home this doesn't seem like the smartest thing to do to me. If you ha you haven't thought it through all the way, you know, just 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 think about it a little bit longer. <laughs> Why would you do that? Uh, what could go wrong, right? Uh, having a microphone in your house. Oh, what could go wrong? You trust Google, right? Of course you trust Google. They're the, they're a lovely company who got rid of the the line that do says no we'll harm. do no harm, um, or or not be evil or something to that effect. So I don't know. Do what you want. Google supposedly is going to be doing this, according to an analyst. It's going to cost them $3.3 billion if they, if they do this. Ask yourself, why would they give you something for free like that for $3.3 billion? Why, Bob? Why would they give you something for free? Because you're the commodity. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so we'll see. I don't know. Putting a smart microphone in your house may be something you should think about. Just looking at, finally, Facebook's comeuppance. Anything else you want to talk about, Bob, before we go to a break? Shall we talk to, about the um, Uber drivers? We or, can, yeah. The Uber drivers getting scammed because oh, scamming yeah. is a big popular thing going on these days. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. This is, a good, this is so, kind of a weird story. Yeah. Oh. This is kind of involved. So if anybody's into Uber, mm -hmm. you might want to go to Computer Talk with Tap. That's the name of the show.com. Exactly. And that works, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> and... You can click on the, uh, the, the live links, right. and you, we'll post an article on this. But the con artists are, are fleecing Uber drivers, and the bottom line is that Uber hasn't really been warning people. Right. And they give three instances of where it's happened. Uh, three weeks ago, last week, and, or no, nine months ago, three weeks ago, and last week. Okay. And what they do is a, fake, or, or a caller will call in and reserve a drive. Yeah. And the way the Uber system works is... They give the, the the rider who's ordering the ride information about the driver, mm -hmm. his driver's name, the license number, the make and model of the car, so they know what car is coming to pick him up. Good stuff. You want okay. to know that. Yeah. That's, that's right. <clears throat> so the uh, let's say the rider knows about the driver, 
But all the driver gets is a phone number mm -hmm. that's translated through the Uber system. Right. So whenever the uh, caller wants to call the driver back, they're giving a phone number that's an actual uh, Uber number that right. begins with an area code 415. Okay. That's the Uber area code. Yep. So then when uh, they call the driver's number with the 415, it yep. translates it to the actual cell phone or forwards it to the cell phone of, of, the, driver. The, of the Uber driver. Right. So what the scammer does is they order a ride. Yep. As soon as they order it, they call the driver when they, as soon as they get the information, and they tell them that they're from Uber, mm -hmm. and there's a problem with their account. And they ask for their email address, which is their logon, yeah. and then they ask them for their account password. Right. Okay? And they said they're checking on it. And they'll also tell them things like, oh, we're very happy about the job that you're doing and the right. reports and the feedback that we're getting. They're so they acting sound, like Uber. They're sounding very professional. Yeah. Then they say, I want you to read me back the code that you're about, uh, the text code you're about to receive on your cell phone. Right. So the drivers do that. And that's, Big no -no. that's the two-factor authentication code that he wrote back. Then they log into the, your account, your Uber account. Right. Okay. And drain you. And, well, they may not drain you right away because the way it works is you can take your money at the end of every day. Yeah. Or you can wait until Sunday when it's automatically transferred into your bank account. Right. Okay. So what they did was they went and they went into the account. And on Saturday, mm -hmm. they drained out. The guy's money. The guy's money. So the moral to really the story is, and this is true for any of these phone phishing schemes, this happens a lot, whether it be banks, whether it be anything using two-factor. If, if the guy on the other side of the phone asks you for that text, you are being scammed, period. They'll never do that in real life if they're legitimate. If, the bad, if you're, somebody's asking you for the text that you're getting to prove you're you, you just gave away the farm. Don't even give them the password. Come on. Don't give them the password, <laughs> yes. But that text is the last thing to save you from these people. Exactly. And if somebody's asking for it, hang up the phone. You're, you're done. You're toast. And uh, so keep that in mind. That'll never happen. It's never going to be something that a legitimate company will do. We're going to step out for a quick break. we got two lines open for you. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock, taking your computer calls, comments, questions, and concerns. And, of course, then Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds. I'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. But uh, thank you guys for joining us. we got two lines open, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC, and we'll do our best to help you out. Let's go right to uh, Bob and Waterbury first. You've been on longest. Hey, Bob, what's up? Hi. How you doing, guys? Doing Good fine. Good morning. Um I know how everybody's cutting the cable and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. My daughter watches Hulu and all that stuff on her computer. Yeah. But you do physically need a cable coming into your house, right? I mean, Yes, and that's a great question. It's not a silly one because it can get kind of a weird misnomer there. You're cutting the cable television bill. Right. So, cause they're, so, so when I go to Comcast and my $210 bill comes down to like 25 It won't do that. It won't do that. It'll probably go down to like... 80 or 100, depending on what kind of uh, bundling they're trying to get you with. Right, right. But it'll still right. maybe cut it in half. Right, yeah, because I get the expanded cable and all that. Yeah, so I I mean, I mean, unless you uh, pirate your next-door neighbor's Wi-Fi, right. somehow, 
you have to get it in your house, right? And that's the thing. So you have exactly right. You're, what they're, what's happening is people are tired of paying for channels on their television that they don't oh, watch. I, I am also. Yeah, and it's such an expensive bill. And it's one of ESPN's biggest problems as far as what's happening to poor ESPN down the street in Bristol is that everyone's cutting the cable because they're tired of those. I mean, there's like six channels you get with ESPN, and I don't even watch one of them. Right. Um, so not that I don't like the ESPN. They're fine. But no, the people are cutting the cables, and they're losing all these subscribers that weren't even interested. Um, so uh, the other issue, though, Bob, you got to be careful with is is uh, how many providers we have to give you Internet service. So you're going to go still with your cable service, I suspect, and you're going to find that you really only need about 50 megabits of right. speed to do this. I mean, my my uh, internet provider said to me recently in an email, hey, Eric, we've upgraded your, your broadband for $100 you know, uh, for, to 100 megabits. You don't have to do anything. I don't even care. I don't even need it. Uh, right. I got five people in my home, and we serve fine on 65 megabits. It's still way too expensive for the 65 megabits that we were using. Um, but the right. big issue is I'm getting warnings from Cox saying, you're about to use more than a terabyte of data. This is the issue. How many megabits you're downloading? It's not how f- it's not how fat your pipe is necessarily. It's how many gallons of water, how many megabits you're using. That's where they're going to really get you. I mean, we don't do none of that in gaming or nothing. She just watches her TV. She doesn't even have to put it on her. She got a nice widescreen TV, uh, HD TV in her room. She does everything on her computer. Yeah. You know? Well, Bob, and, the, uh, the issue is not, is different because with gaming, gaming is smarter than streaming. Gaming doesn't move a lot of data. Oh, it doesn't. No, when you're sitting on a gaming console, you're simply moving little pixels back and forth uh, on a big uh, system in the cloud. When you stream, you are using a lot of data. You're oh, okay. you're dumping all that data down your pipe so it can display on your computer and or or your TV or whatever you're using. That's really where the data is being consumed. So okay. You okay. Will, so be will be aware that they're going to get you going, even though you're going to be cutting the coming side. I'm one. I'm one, and they're going to get you either way. Yeah, uh, that's, that's what I figured too. Yeah. You know? Well, well. All right. Just yeah, because I'm I'm saying everybody's cutting the game, but I it, I kept saying to myself it's got to come from somewhere. Do you yeah. think there'll ever be a time when there's like, uh, you know how they have Wi-Fi in McDonald's? Uh, do you think there'll ever be a place where you know, like Waterbury has Wi-Fi everywhere? Um. Yes. Um. The problem though is Pura. The problem is company the the poles, those stupid forty foot sticks in the ground that hold our power lines. Um, yeah. That we've been hap- that we've had for the past 150 years, there's a huge battle going on where the incumbent broadband companies like Comcast, Cox, and the incumbent telephone companies like Frontier do not want anybody else on their poles. Why? You'll have competition. So, do I think there will be a time, Bob? I can't believe we're even saying that in the year 2018. We should already be. It should already be here now. Right. But uh, yeah. if you talk to Pura, oh, it's just too complicated. We have to be careful of your power. I've chatted with the folks at Pura. They 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 think they're helping us. <laughs> they're well, killing it's us. It's so much easier when you have those heavy snowstorms and the wires come down. You're out of power for like three days. Yeah, and eventually wireless will come through. 5G is going to be the solution, I hope, that, yeah. that finally crushes the uh, broadband companies. And that's coming, coming. So maybe that will be the end of it, and we won't have to worry about the 40-foot sticks in the ground. But uh, right. thanks for the call, Bob. Thank you. Yep. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. Usually the lines all, the lines all jam up around this time, so it's a good time to call in. And uh, everything we talk about will be posted over at computertalkwithtab.com, the name of the show.com, which also works. And if you go over to Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg deems our newsworthy, it'll go into your newsfeed if you like Tab Computer Systems. We'll be right back.
we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. We have three lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC, and uh, we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Let's go right to uh, Nagarak and Bob. Hey, Bob, what's up? Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. I guess I'm a little just a direct opposite of Bob from Waterbury. We just got cabled up. <laughs> and uh, I'm trying to get a laptop All right. connected to the wireless network, and I'm, I'm doing something wrong. Okay. So uh, is, this, a, is this a wireless network from Comcast or Cox, or what is it? It's, uh, it's Com- Comcast, you know, Xfinity. Okay, so there's probably a, an SSID and the password right stuck to the modem that they gave you. Right. Yeah, I have many other devices hooked up already. It's fine. Oh, okay. So it's just this laptop, huh? Yeah, yeah. All right. And it's a, it's a wireless Netgear adapter, and I have the little the software up, and it says that I am connected to the router, Okay. but I am not connected to the Internet for some reason. Right. Go ahead. Bob. That's got to be DNS. Right. So... You want to go to your network connector, uh, network interface card. So if you look for your wireless connector down in the lower, uh, in the system tray in the lower right-hand corner, you're yep. either going to have like the little Wi-Fi can, uh, icon or, or a network icon. If you right-click on that, you can choose open network and internet settings. Or you can go to control panel and... Uh, you know, then you're going to go to uh, Network and Sharing Center. Okay. Okay, I'm writing this down. And right. then when you uh, you see your uh, connections, so you right-click on your, your network connection and you choose Properties. <clears throat> and um, in the Properties box, you want to go to the Internet Protocol version for TCP IP and then choose the properties for that. And down on the lower uh, half, or lower third, actually, it says preferred DNS server, and you want to put in like uh, 208.67.222.222. And then for the alternate DNS server, you want to put in 208.67.220.220. And basically, those are open DNS DNS servers. Okay. Because I'm guessing that, that you know, the servers that, that you're getting aren't working, right. the DNS server. Or you have like a, a legacy button in there or a legacy IP that's set in there somehow. It could be. Yeah. yeah. Probably we switched from Frontier over. Yeah. Yeah, you may so. be still using a Frontier DNS, which is probably not decommissioned. Gonna work. Yeah, it's not going to work. Okay. All right. All right. I can give that a try. All right, Bob. Good luck. Good. Hey, thank you much for your help. Have a good day. Our pleasure. You too. All right, so we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. We have four lines open for you now, 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll do everything we can to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. So while we're waiting for your calls, we'll get back to some news here. What else do you want to bring up, Bob? Well, this is one from last week we were talking about. Yeah. You remember Flippy? Flippy was the Flippy the robot that went so quickly, the humans on the other end that were assembling the burgers couldn't keep up, so they fired him, and then they slowed him down. 
So I think he's still working. He's over at like Cal Burger or whatever they're called. In and out, I don't know. In and out Burger, but yeah, I remember Flippy. Flippy is my hero. So I got a new one for you. This, <laughs> yeah, this one was actually uh, an article I had for last week, but we didn't use it. So I figured we can use it this week. Of course. So the title is "Robot Made Burgers Offer Cheap Taste of the Future." Mm-hmm. The six dollar meal will be assembled without human hands. Oh, nobody's going to be there. Oh, no. <laughs> no nuts and bolts getting mixed into that one. Wow. <laughs> A San Francisco restaurant will offer a $6 burger prepared by a robot from the end of June. Wow. Alex Vardacosta mm-hmm. and mechanical engineer Stephen Friend are opening Creator, Creator. okay, yeah. that's the name of the restaurant, Creator, yep. for lunch on Wednesdays and Thursdays on June 27th and say it will become the first restaurant to automate the preparation of a major food category from start to finish. Neat. The burgers are made by two 14-foot-long machines, yeah. each of which, which costs less than $1 million. Ooh, bargain. Vardacostas <laughs> told the Wall Street Journal and can prepare up to 120 burgers an hour. Wow. But they hope to improve on this number over time. Yeah, because, Bob, you and I were talking about this. 120 burgers an hour is not that much as far as you're concerned. Yeah, it's not that many. 120 burgers. Well, you know, I don't know how big their burgers are, but think yeah. about it. If it's a quarter-pound burger, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. people come in, and I'm going to say a lot of young people especially, yeah. they're going to order two. <laughs> Okay. okay. Yeah. And what about fries? But no, well, we don't go there. This is just burgers. Of just the burgers. But the point is, is that you're going to charge six dollars. Yeah. For a hundred and twenty burgers. Yeah. I mean that's six hundred and what? Seven hundred and twenty bucks an yeah, hour. Yeah. 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 For a million dollar machine. <laughs> And the math isn't that good. I just don't see that no. as being. Well, you said you were in the burger industry in your past. Well, when I was 16, 17, yeah. And, yeah, they didn't make it to 18. Yeah. But uh, years old, I worked for McDonald's of Bristol. Nice. It was in the old building that's now part of their parking lot. But <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, it was a long time ago. But you were talking about how many burgers you guys would make in an hour. Oh, yeah. Well, we were flipping burgers, and, you know, I I worked all the different stations. I worked the front and the back, you know. Right. Uh, you know, I'm sure it's totally different today than what it was then. Right. But they had a hot plate that was down there. And yeah. Basically, their burgers would come out frozen. They would be right. 10 to a pound. Right. Okay. You, 120 burgers an hour, what would you be doing back then? Okay. What would you think? So, roughly, 120 burgers in, in an hour is like nothing. It's nothing. It's a that's, bad job. That's, that's 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 firing type speed. Well, what we would do is we'd take out a stack of those. Things. I don't want to know how you did it. We don't have time for all that, Bob. We'd but, flip them like playing cards. I know, but how many how many would you think you did in an hour compared to the the burger that that's the automated well, one? When. Um, French fries were twelve cents. A yeah. burger was fifteen. Yeah, this is going back away. I know now. you didn't have to date yourself. And a soft drink was ten cents. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Think about it. Most people came in. Yeah. You know, like the school buses would come by with uh, what you call it. We had that happen to us one yeah. night, and we only had four on staff. Yeah. Okay, four people. Four people. And at, at those prices, we did a two hundred and fifty dollar hour. Now okay. that doesn't sound like a lot. It, but it is when you talk about fifteen well, cents a burger. You know, I was getting paid like eighty-five cents an hour back then. So again, I ask you. I don't know why you're avoiding the question. How many burgers do you think you did back then in an hour? Two hundred, three hundred. What do we got? What do you oh, think? Oh, I'm going to tell you. We probably did 
two, three hundred burgers. There we least. go. All right. So you were twice as fast as Flippy's uh, well, million dollar machine. This is the there. alternative. It's the creator. <laughs> so they have to perfect that a little bit because at a million bucks a machine, you're not going to make enough money at six dollar burgers to make that work. But it is cool. Well, Flippy started assisting human workers at, at a Pasadena burger joint right. in March right. and returned to work in May after a hiatus. Yes, he was let go because he was too quick. I actually experienced a McDonald's kiosk recently. They weren't even. T- I took. I placed the order. I walked up to the kiosk. I, I touched all the screens. I mean, they didn't have to do anything. They were yeah. the front. You know, the front desk people are going to lose their jobs. Did you too. pay for it with your cell phone using uh, NFC, near field communication? No, I actually used cash. I actually went to a human and used cash. I didn't want to use a credit card to pay for a McDonald's burger. All right, we're going to go to uh, your calls. <laughs> Let's go to Jason in Torrington next. Jason, what's up? Good morning, fellas. Morning. You know what Bob? What Bob is really telling us is that he's priceless. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's like pulling teeth to get that quantity out. No, of him I now. could Holy be bought back. Up. I could be bought back then for eighty-five cents now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what do you got, so, Jason? Folks recently were visited by a Comcast technician mm. to inspect their system. They're an older. They're an older couple. They live far away from me, so I can't really help them. Yeah. But um, the technician, my father had inquired about wireless headphones. And uh, because he's had hard of hearing, of yeah, course. Yeah. And um, the technician said, oh, yeah, I you know, picked up a real inexpensive set on eBay or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I, um, So that didn't do my father much good since he's not real savvy with the... Yeah. But uh, my question is, can you recommend... It's a Comcast system, you know, Comcast box and everything. Yeah. Can you recommend um, something so I have a place to start? Because I'm not quite sure what I need or what I need to have sent to them. Right. So you want to be able to have your headphones communicate with his television, I assume? Jason? Yes, that's correct. So it's it's really nothing to do with any kind of Wi-Fi or Internet. It's going to really do with the TV itself and its ability to uh, support headphones. So some TVs you can, you know, you can connect Bluetooth. Some are smart enough to interface that way, and that'd be how you wirelessly connect. Uh, Do you have any other thoughts? Bob? Well, some TVs give you the uh, ability to connect those sound bars. So I don't know. It depends on the on the television. Right, but the sound bar is not, not a headphone for his dad. Well, no, but it, it's a series of speakers. Typically, it's got a woofer and then some speakers, and uh, it that plugs in somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So, right, so if you plug in the sound bar, he, we, we, we would say you'd be able to get that connection wirelessly by plugging in and then broadcasting it to a headphone system that's wireless. But the idea is to work with your manufacturer of your television. Oh, okay. That's okay, where you want to go. He was sending me pictures of the back of the cable box, and I said, I, you know, I, it doesn't seem – seems odd to me that we'd be connecting headphones to a cable box. I agree. And so- I could be missing something. Maybe there's a new technology that they're offering, but I would, I would think you'd want to run it off of the thing you're watching, which would be the TV. Yeah, that, that would explain using. why I wasn't able to find anything about it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes those cable guys, man, they talk too quickly probably, and uh, yeah. somebody missed something in the translation. But uh, you want to make sure it's wireless from your device that you're watching. I think you'd have the best bet. So Bluetooth is where All you'd right. want to go. And then okay. that way he can use that technology and other devices like his laptop and other things. Perfect. All right. Great. Well, thank you very much. I hope you guys have a wonderful Independence Day. Thanks. You too, Jason. All right. Goodbye. All right. Bye-bye. All right, let's go on to uh, quickly. Let's go to Paul here in Litchfield. What's up, Paul? Good morning. Uh, calling in on the McDonald's thing. 120 burgers an hour. Yeah. Uh, the McDonald's today running full tilt. 
can easily take out 120 burgers in under five minutes. There it is. Okay, that's I what I'm looking that. for. I'm looking for the speed, man. Are you are you in the business, Paul? The, te- the technology has gotten a whole lot better. I mean, they use now what they call clamshell grills, which cooks on both sides. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, it's all about the speed. Yeah, 120 burgers an hour for a million dollar machine. Can we say, uh, yeah, we're going to be bankrupt in under six months? <laughs> yeah, IT guys. You know, IT guys don't always think about the math. They think about just how cool it is. You know, you know look at look yeah. at you know you know eighty thousand dollar you know electric cars. I can get from point A to point B in a twenty thousand dollar car too, but if it's eighty thousand, it's cooler, right? So I don't know. Exactly, so. and we, we, we'll, we'll, we'll ignore the, the back end uh, pollution. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just the manufacturing of it's just as bad. So, all right, Paul. Hey, thanks for the heads up. Day, guys. You too. That's a lot of burgers, man. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I knew it was high. All right, we're gonna step up for a quick break. We got three lines open: eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. We'll be right back. We are back. This is Computer Talk. We're here till 11 o'clock. And uh, feel free to get online on this uh, beautiful uh, Memorial Day. Sorry, Memorial Day. Fourth of July weekend. Uh, let's get to your calls. And we're going to go to Jack in Hartford next. Hey, Jack, what's up? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Morning. We spoke uh, a couple of weeks ago about uh, something called Go Net Speed. Oh, yeah. What's going on? How Did you get it? Did, is it coming? I, I have an update. Yeah. Uh, uh so I went online and filled out the little, you know, the little info form, yep. what level I wanted, resident, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and they gave me an account and said, installations will be taking place this summer. We'll let you know. We'll inform you when it's going to happen. Yep. Uh, apparently, they put some kind of box. I got, I've, I've forgotten the acronym. Okay. Um, and then in your at your house, and then you uh, put a router. Yep. The user puts a router. Okay. So the news is... Uh, Three days ago, a, a, a working sign went up on my corner, and a policeman, uh, you know, an off-duty policeman came to stand there. Yep. Lo and behold, the truck comes streaming down the street, um, stringing, stringing fiber optics. Hey, uh, I'm getting excited for you, Jack. So, so I, so I, I went to the driver. They stopped on me. I went to the driver, and I said, "Is this, is, is this for Gonetsky?" Yeah. And he said, "Sure is." Oh my um, gosh. <laughs> So I've got I've got the pipe out outside my house in the house now. I just need you can see it. They have to do to activate activate it, and uh, I'm assuming I'll get a, uh, an email soon. Oh, like Sarah Palin, <laughs> like like Sarah Palin. You can see it from your house. <laughs> I, I, I literally can see it from my house. Oh, uh, Jack. So yeah. So this deal is going to be like sixty dollars for a th- no fifty dollars fifty fifty for one hundred Mbps one hundred lifetime, lifetime level one hundred or one thousand. No, 100. That's there fine. A, yeah, there's 100, 500, and 1,000. Yeah, 100 is more than enough, Jack. You don't for, need any for, more than that. Yes, correct. I, I, I assume that because I'm surviving on 12 right now. Yeah, and you're happy to get it. You're happy to yes, get it. Exactly. Oh, so, congratulations. So I'm thrilled. And I will, I'll get back when the, the deal is actually done. I'll have to buy a router. I may need some help from you guys. Yeah, buying a router um, is nothing. Yeah. And then we'll get you, um, and we'll get you on OpenDNS, so you're surfing safely on your new high-speed connection. And for fifty bucks now, all of a sudden, all the internet providers in Hartford should be quaking in their boots. Well, I would hope, and, and West Hartford. It's also it's doing the West. It's only doing one neighborhood in Hartford. Yeah, uh, the one that that abuts West Hartford, and then it goes west all the way into all through West Hartford. Nice. So mm-hmm. I'm, I consider myself lucky because I'm three blocks from the border, and they they came down this far with the service. 
just that whole statement that you consider yourself lucky that you can get internet speed well, better than I mean it's the year 2018 you know you got guys like Blumenthal and Murphy whining about you know net neutrality right, as the big that. big concern by the way net neutrality is over how's your internet going and no difference um, no. but you're finally excited about getting a, a hundred megabits for 50 bucks a, a competitive offering I'm psyched for you Jack I, I mean yeah. it shouldn't be this difficult to get well, internet <laughs> Right. I equate it to when I went to Cricket Wireless and, and paid less than half of what I was paying AT&T for, Com- for, for better numbers and better services. Competition is a ma- an amazing thing. It's really it how amazing. America has worked. It's just some of these things are protected and walled off by our legislators, yeah. and they're walled off by government bureaucracy because these 40-foot poles have been around for 150 right. years. So anything you have run by government for that long, right – Th- yeah, those sticks, yeah, it's it's a it's an utter mess because everyone's entrenched and they're all paying each other off. So and I'm you and I are trying to get high speed internet. I'm thinking these are all frontier owned poles. They could um, be, yeah. And and I'm surprised. Well, frontier, they obviously went on the same pole. There's only one set of poles here. And they went on. They they strung this stuff on those poles. Right. They dealt with the bureaucracy. They came yeah. up with all the filings. They have to pay yeah. per pole and. And yeah. uh, good for you, Jack. We're all excited for you. And hopefully it comes to a, a, a neighborhood near you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go NetSpeed. If you're interested in it, guys, you can go online and you can post, put information in to see if you're interested. If there's 10% interest in your in your town, Correct. they'll try to come to your town. I can't imagine why there wouldn't be 10% interest. Right. Right. 50 bucks for up to 100 megabits and it goes up from there is, yeah. uh, is a com- nice competitive offering. Okay, that's your update. I appreciate it. Thanks, Jack. All right, yeah, let us know. All right, so Jack's going to be connected at high speed. That's, ah. Mm. Well, just having an alternative to the big two. Right, where they're going to continue to compete. Right. That's really the key. Um, so everything we talked about today so far has been posted live by Mike G, and he's been posting our stuff for years for us over on our Facebook page. So if you like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg deems the news worthy, it'll get into your news feed. You can also follow us on Twitter, right behind Donald Trump there, at Tab Computer Sys. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I don't even know how to use the Twitter. I don't even bother with it. It's just so much noise. But it's there for you if you do use it. I'm not, I'm not judging. I just got better things to do than look at Twitter all day. Um, it gets people in trouble, by the way, too. Uh, but it's there, at Tab Computer Sys. Don't just post your you know, conscious stream on Twitter. You're going to find yourself in trouble. And then, of course, you can follow us on the old-fashioned website, TheNameOfTheShow.com. Yes, that works. ComputerTalkWithTab.com. And it'll be there in the live links area, everything we talked about. So feel free to, to get online and uh, we'll find out what happens soon with the whole lawsuit against Pura. Uh, the folks that have said that uh, municipalities, for some reason, can't use the municipal gain area on the pole that was designated you know, back in the 1900s of, uh, for folks to possibly use the pole for something other than the telegraph. Uh, they decided to set it aside, and Pira said, no, you can't use it for that, even though they said you could. So they're getting sued, and I hope they win. I know I talked to some folks at Pira, and they do seem like nice people, but uh, they're holding us back, man. <laughs> they're holding us back. So we're going to get here. We're going to stick around. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. We have four lines wide open, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.